What's going on, Bulls Nation? And welcome into the CHGO Bulls Podcast, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download that app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Happy Tuesday, a victory Tuesday. What's going on, everybody? I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guy, Big Dave, is at Bow BWL Sports. We got Sarah filling in for Joey, rocking the controls today. Shout out and thanks to her and joining us once again on the show familiar face for some of you who watched a little old show called bulls outsiders back in the day. it's the one and only mr john sabine the man with the fingerless gloves follow him on twitter at jsabine214 johnny boy what's up buddy? oh this is a thanksgiving miracle this i'm i'm <laughs> giving thanks for this moment right now truly In- and a so win. Happy we get to talk a win. This is right. I'm so happy to and, be and here. And not just a win, but a win over the Celtics. Our second a, win over the Celtics. A double, a, a double digit win. An ass whooping. That as, was as Will Purdue said on on the, on his post game show. They whooped their ass from beginning to end. Period. And when, <laughs> and when Will Purdue curses, you know it's real. Yes. So, so, so what do we say? I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've never played in the NBA. Um, I'm, John, I'm so glad that you're joining us after that win over the Celtics, as opposed to, say, after that loss to Orlando. Um, but, you know, let's start there. We haven't talked to you since the offseason, as far as bull things are concerned, at least on, on this year's show. So what do you make of a team that can get blown out in consecutive games to quality teams like Denver, like New Orleans? get down big and need a near 20 point comeback to then just blow that comeback to a team like Orlando and our old friend Wendell Carter Jr. And then handle the Celtics the way that they did on Monday night. Does any thing about this bull season make sense to you so far? No, but I think it's a microcosm of this, of the NBA right now. Cause there's so much parody everywhere. Like the, the Kongs were 0-4, and, and, you know, like, now they, they're on, like, a six-game win streak. Like, I just think that's kind of what think- – we thought all these teams would be tanking, like Utah. Like, we thought, you know, the, the Rockets aren't really tanking. Indiana's on a five-game winning streak. I just think, like, what we thought the season was going to be is way more competitive than we, we thought it was going to be a lot of tanking. Hmm. Is Lonzo this important to this team? I think that's the thing that shocks me. Hmm. Because last year – first or second, you know, right there early on same team. And honestly kind of got better. Mm-hmm. Like you can argue like p- progression, but na- it doesn't feel like they're in that first and second tier right now up until last night. I think that was the first one where I was like, there we go. Okay. Yeah. That feels good. But yeah, it's a weird season, man. It's super weird. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm quite okay with it uh, because yeah. it's early and I'm okay with it being weird now and not weird like it was last year in the second half of the season where we're like, what the hell is going on? So I'm okay with them figuring it out now. It's the same with, uh, like you said, you mentioned a lot of teams. The Nets were one of those teams like that. Yes. Now they started winning and and Utah, the top of the heat, but they're only the top of the heat by like a half game. And if they lose, they'll be like a ninth seed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's super The difference weird. in the West between first and 10 is it a, a, one like, game in the loss column. Yeah, it's like one game. It's like one game. Yeah. Like, it's so super weird. Like Washington is like the six seed. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're playing solid. And, they're like, and, and if, yeah. and if it, they would be streaking if it wasn't for that uh, shy uh, 
step back. You know, they they had that yes, game one. They did. It's, ever since Draymond punched uh, Pool, I feel like everything's been weird. <laughs> he took the he took their soul out like like, like the Cel- Celtics. Nash two coaches are gone in weird ways. We've got yeah. like an- anti defamation league stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's like so the, weird. There's controversy in Spurs land. Like it's this is like <laughs> what's, what's Christian Wood doesn't play. It's uh, weird. It's, it's weird, man. So, but seven and ten if, if with that weird doesn't have their shit together. Then nobody has their shit together. Exactly. Right? <laughs> it just feels weird, right? And the, I feel like this last night was it shouldn't. It was way more encouraging than it should have been. I think. Yeah, but seven and ten, but still being three and two against those teams that they didn't beat at all last season, you know, in the second half is encouraging for me. It mm-hmm. is like you beat Boston twice. You know what I mean? Like that's. And it wasn't even close to both times you beat them at home. It wasn't close. They were ass yeah. whoopings. And, and so third, that's encouraging. And right. And the one loss was a close loss. It's crazy how yes. well maybe they've just messed up really well against Boston. Maybe that's what we need is a one eight Boston Chicago first round series. That's what we should Let's be gunning for. Do it. Let's do it. With without without time lord. Like he can't be there. Like oh, I don't know. Cornet minutes. That's what I want. <laughs> Yes. I mean, yes. I, I I love the him. Luke Cornette. Stop yes. doing that. No, <laughs> Luke Cornette. Do it Cornette. What is ah! he? Why does he do that? Why does he do that? Thank you, Zach. Why does he do that? Why? I want numbers. I want numbers on how many shots go in and how many shots are missed when he does that. Because I've seen him do it three times, and each time I've seen it, the shot went right in. Like, and so I, I, I need to see this. I almost wonder if he dropped to like the ground, like all full and like stopped, dropped, and rolled instead. If I bet you that would be more distracting than jumping up. <laughs> like if you're gonna do nothing, really do nothing. <laughs> like be a real distraction. Start yeah. barking. Be, yeah, or be something a, yeah, like that. Be a dirty dog. But yeah, go for it. Get your corn nets out. Do do something, <laughs> man. <laughs> but yeah, that was so that that that's that picture of Pat Williams. It's like so perfect. Yeah, like, yeah. Between that and the Terry gif, it was like. What a what a night of content! <laughs> yeah, well, it's a good thing that Pat has that crazy high, you know, rainbow arc on his threes because he needed it to get it over that ridiculous Luke Cornett defense. Um, but you know, weird that we can see the Bulls founder in some of these games. They were, I mean, Bulls fans were in a tailspin. I don't know if you've been paying attention to Bulls Twitter oh, for the last week or so before the last oh, night's I win, am. John. But like, I'm you know, as you were immersed in it in some of the darkest years with us. How reactionary and insane this fan fan base can it's, be. After that Orlando loss, Bulls crazy. fans were like, blow it up, trade everybody, fire Billy, fire the front office. And then that win against Boston comes. And then you see the leader, the veteran leader of this team, DeMar DeRozan, speak in the locker room about what a win like that could do for this team. Sarah, do we have that DeMar quote that we can take a look at real quick? Uh, games like this, we realize we can compete with anybody. I really believe when you catch that rhythm, that confidence of playing at a high level, it's going to be consistent. And John, the crazy thing is that um, before the Orlando game, Billy called out DeMar and Zach yep. Levine and Vooch. They're three, the big three. They're the three biggest, guys that have all-star credentials three. saying they need to be better. The reason that we're getting off to such you know crappy starts and coming from behind almost every night that falls on the leaders of this starting unit. And then you have that terrible response in Orlando and then maybe a delayed response against Boston. What do you make of a comment like that from DeMar 
And what do you make about the fact that it came on the heels of his coach calling him and, and his fellow stars out? I mean, that DeMar quote, doesn't he feel like he's been a bull for 20 years? Like he just feels like he does not feel like he's relatively new. I love that quote. Uh, it was, when, when I first read it, it was fantastic. And when Billy called him out, I was like, oh, William. Like, I was truly like, don't, you can't throw stones yet. Like, I thought it was a bit much, but also it worked. So mm. he's a good, that's good coaching. Like, he, he pushed when he needed to push to get the outcome he wanted. So what do I know? <laughs> but at the time, I remember, like, thinking, like, ah, it's not a good look, mm. really. Like, to, like to- Well, and then what about his decision to bench Zach Levine so, late in that game mm. when they had managed to make the comeback against Orlando? Zach was in the midst of a one for 14 shooting night, maybe the worst game that any of us have seen him play in a Bulls jersey. And then there were some comments after the game from Zach saying, Hey, man, I, you know, the reason you have me is to have me out there late in games. That's who I am. That's the kind of player I am. I disagree with like I've, like I've earned it. I've earned yeah. to shoot myself back into it. I agree. I agree to you know? everything Zach said. Billy's got to let that lie. He has to live with it. And the last time he was benched, was then then he went did that Charlotte game where he was a mini Reggie mm-hmm. Miller at the end, mm-hmm. um, so he responds. But I do think benching Zach, I think we probably would have won if we didn't bench Zach. Like you know, he's good enough. He's so good. Really, Mm-mm. he had to go. Wow, see, I me and that. Dave were both like, "Oh, dude, he's <laughs> yeah. playing like ass tonight. He Sit his ass down, man." I I and I respect that. And also, we would have won if Vooch made free throws. Let's be clear. That's how it happens, but. I do think Levine has earned it. I do. I, max, I agree. He's I agree that he's earned it. No, you're right. All, all that is true. Uh, but you can tell just how the team was playing, even when he went out the game, that it wasn't his night. Yeah. And we, when he went out the game, they picked up. Like, everything just kind of picked up, and the movement became better. The ball didn't get stuck. And Zach was in that mode of, I'm, I haven't hit a shot. I've got to hit a shot. So there were plays where, like, Vooch was in the post on Suggs, and Zach is like, nope, I'm taking this step back against Mo Bamba. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm taking this shot right now. Like, he wasn't thinking, get everybody involved and do other things. He was thinking, I need to score, period, point blank. And that's why he had to come off the floor, because if you're thinking that and you're not doing it and you just continually want to, you're hurting the team at some point in time. You got to sit down, man. How how fun is Bobo, by the way? <laughs> it's just fun to yeah. say. It's he's so good this year. He's so good this year. It's crazy. He's been solid, man. He's a Western. He's, he's bound I for mean, the Western Conference. Like I did, wasn't he with Denver for a while? Yes. Yeah, they drafted him. Yep. Right. I feel like I feel like he should still be in Denver. He like, feels like a Denver. Like feels like he's screens Denver Nuggets to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or you know. I, I I could see Dallas picking him up at some point, John. Oh, I really could. I yeah, mean, this team needs something. So who knows? Dude, he's a Western. Uh, dude, what do you? Dude, whatever. Man. You're in ninth, but you're also a game back second. So <laughs> you're like you're fine. Right. In <laughs> every game, it's like a two point game. Like it's crazy. Win or loss, it's a one possession game. It sucks. <laughs> uh, uh, but okay. So the fact that you think that Billy was right that gives me encur- I I listen to that and respect that. Um, and. I, I just they responded and they beat a really good team and that's all that matters and maybe yeah. they're maybe they're in playoff mode now like beat yeah. up on they beat up on the weak last year and now they realize they need to beat up on the on the strong. That's that's why it's good to have this schedule that they have yeah. early. 
you know what I mean? And find out and test yourself early instead of late. You know what I mean? Like, let's get this out the way now. Let's find out who you are right now. And now they're about to go on the gauntlet right now. They're going on that six-game uh, West Coast road trip, man. So they really about to test themselves on this one. I got yeah. you schedule. So who's on this road game, trip? So, so game game one on of the six-game actually is just a quick trip north behind enemy lines. So we got the Bucks tomorrow. Oh. And then we go out west. OKC. Utah, uh, Phoenix, and Golden State. Like it's it's a Golden State at home. Good. If it um, was on the road, if it were there on the road, it'd be bad. It'd be easy win. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, but when you look at what they did in that win against Boston last night, I think it was one of the first or few times this season where the Bulls role players, especially their younger guys like Pat and Io, answered the call of their opponent's defensive you know, strategy out of the gate was we're going to do our best to contain DeMar. We're not going to let Zach go off. We're going to put pressure on Vooch. We're going to throw double, you know, getting on the post and dare Pat and or Io to make some plays. And those two guys stepped up and made some plays and were mm-hmm. efficient and effective offensively last night in ways that they haven't been regularly this season. How do you see uh, this team trying to take that success against Boston Monday and continue to do it against a really challenging slate of games on this road trip, John. So I, I think it's hard to duplicate, right? You never want to duplicate. But I do think out of that la- last night's win wasn't just like, oh, we beat a good team, hooray. It was like a best case scenario, we beat a good team, hooray. It was like six players in double figures and our two young guys who we are begging to like be consistent and show out and have a little bit of like swagger, I mean, for Pat. And they did. And you're like, whoa, like this team is, this team is, goes as they go in a weird way. Like, like they, it's weird when the young guys kind of set the ceiling. And I think in this team, it they kind of do mm-hmm. um, because we know what DeMar is. He's fantastic, but we know what he is. We know what Zach is. So seeing that, I think I, I'm going to ask you guys, like, what was, how, how did that feel for y'all? Like, was that, a sh- it wasn't just a win for me. It was like yeah. going back and then scrolling Twitter and looking at all of the, you know, the Pat Williams pull up mid range. Like he's like, that was so Kawhi. And I know the Kawhi suggest like mm-hmm. comparisons are so overplayed, but that mm-hmm. was a Kawhi. What he like th- those, that's mm-hmm. the only shot people who make, who does that is Kawhi. Maybe Devin mean, Booker. Crossing over Tatum like that. I mean, oh. yeah. I, Bulls fans can't he, he not love that. He yeah. might be out next game. <laughs> he's questionable. For he the might next be game. out next game. <laughs> he is. He's cool. He's listed as questionable for the next game. Dude. Tatum is. No, John, I, I think you brought up a great point and I'll, I was thinking that when I was watching, um, rewatching the game uh, earlier today, like how important those young guys are. And I mean, Ayo and Patrick Williams, because everybody is going to key in on DeMar, Zach, and Vooch, period, point blank. That's who they're keying in on. So Ayo and Pat are going to have many opportunities to do whatever they want to do on the floor, whether they want to shoot the threes, whether they want to get inside, however they want to do it, they're going to have those opportunities to do it. And when you see Jason Tatum, who is their best defender, being on Patrick Williams, yeah, you got to take a Tatum. When you see him on Patrick Williams, and Patrick Williams have not just some kind of success, but like highlight real success against yeah. Jason Tatum, who's an incredible defender, MVP candidate. That that does a lot, just not only for his confidence, but for mine and for everybody in, in the Bulls Nation. It, makes it just brings nice. forth that stuff. Yes, 
and then watching Io be aggressive and and understanding that oh I have to be this the whole game. You know, it wasn't just the first quarter getting off to the good start. It was also in the fourth quarter. He was continuing to be aggressive and get to the bucket uh, each and every time. And again, that was on Tatum. Tatum was the man on Io, and they were taking him, you know, to the to the rack. So those guys, I think they're learning as the game, as they keep going forward, just how important they are on this team and finding their role. Because we're learning that Patrick Williams is real cerebral, right? Like he thinks all the time. Like this dude is always thinking. And so when he says stuff like, I need to find my role, it's kind of like John and acting when somebody's saying, what's my motivation? And and you're kind of like, dude, what do you mean? What's your motivation? You go act, you know, you go do it. You yeah. Just turn it on and do it. Study yeah. your lines. And he's like, no, where am I from? You know what I'm saying? What's my background? Yes. How was my mother? You know, yes. and you're like, you it's don't all need that. of that. Take you that orange I mean? thing and put it in the basket thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, it's that it's all of that. And that now he's he's yeah, exactly. It's not. But for him, it kind of it is, you know, and that's how he kind of works. And that's why. I wanted to give him 20 games to figure it out. And we're coming in on those 20 games, and he feels like he's starting to figure out his role on the team. And it's good to see. It just makes me happy. I love that. All right, we got to take our first break here. And uh, no. by the way, um, plenty of uh, love for our guy, John Sabine, in the comments, especially TJ. I love you, John Sabine. Who doesn't love John I lo- Sabine? I love you, TJ. I love you. While <laughs> uh, we take a quick ad break here, we'll, we'll get John's thoughts. Thoughts uh, across the the ads. Big Dave, we've got some words from our friends at ComEd today. ComEd, energy efficiency program, John. Listen up, because you need this. It's committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve and save money and energy. ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. That's it. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that they can start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, projected costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. So don't wait. Get started saving money and energy right now, today. For energy saving tips and to schedule your free facility assessment, go to comed.com slash poweringbiz. That's B-I-Z. Ready to sign up for your facility assessment? Then call them at one 555-433-2700 during normal business hours to speak with the ComEd Energy Efficiency Program representative, or you can email them at businessee, that's two E's, at comed.com, or you can even request an assessment online on their website at comed.com slash facility assessment. Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Hoop fans, the NBA season's heating up. There's still so many unknowns. Who's winning MVP? Who's winning DPOY? Who's winning the East? Who's winning the West? When I'm looking to get in on the action, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA and our official betting partner at CHGO. 
New, new customers can bet just $5 on a pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if your mm. team wins. Now, check this out right now. Everyone can also earn up to 100% boosts with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, plays the same game parlay, and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to mm. win big. So here's what you do download that DraftKings Sportsbook app, sign up now with promo code CHGO, and you can get that amazing deal of placing a $5 money line bet on an NBA game for $150 in free bets if your team wins. And gentlemen, because it is Tuesday, that DraftKings and you I picked some special because I knew we were doing the show with the three of us today. Okay. So, John, I know you love your Kongs who are marching right now. Yeah. Big Dave, I know you are a huge De'Aaron Fox guy. So, my pick of the week, we, we've got Kongs Grizz tonight, 7 o'clock tip-off Central Time. I'm taking the over on De'Aaron Fox, combined points, rebounds, and assists at 36 and a half. He's hit that easily oh, yeah. in their last two games. He yeah. is on a tear. Kings are on a tear. That's your DraftKings pick of the week right there. I like it. Yeah. I mean, they're score, scoring more points, as much points like the 80s Nuggets, right? Like – yeah, they're they're on a they're scoring so many points. Hashtag beam team. I'm a beam team guy. <laughs> I the the beam is the greatest thing going Dude, right now. The, I mean, it's pretty awesome. It's the best. Some just smack that butt after a win, and then the giant beam goes up from the stadium. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> they, they it's such a Kong's thing to do, but it's beautiful. They, they, they started doing it on road wins too, so people are like driving downtown to see it get lit. Like when yeah. they're on the road, it's like people it's, going it's, out to see Christmas decorations. You know, yes, yes. Giant it's the same. It's the most uh, wonderful yeah. time. Ooh, I mean, Kong's good. Is that on TNT? Uh, I don't think so. Like it oh, should be flexed that. into TNT. Honestly. I got to be flexed. I'll be watching that. They're flex. They, they have the longest. <laughs> they have the longest winning streak in the NBA right now. Yeah, the Sacramento they started, Kongs. They, they started own four. They are the number one offense in the NBA yep. as of today. The number one offense, the Sacramento Kongs. And the Kong, 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 Kong. And if they just play kind of good defense, <laughs> they can win. They're in. The, they, they can win almost any game, like because their offense is so good. It's true. Um, and I, I'm here. I'm here for the Beam Team. It's fun. It's mm -hmm. fun. But it's fun. also, I'm happy for them. And is Jaws questionable? Right. Yeah, he didn't play last game, so he might. I think he's still mm -hmm. questionable for this one. Oh, the the latest update I saw, which was from yesterday, was that he was out. Um, but so I haven't heard whether or not he's going to play. Got tip off uh, a little. Uh, TNT doubleheader tonight's Nets Sixers. No Embiid, who, who is still resting, and then Lakers Suns. Um, I'm pretty sure LeBron is out. Anthony Davis is questionable. Um, CP3 is out. Why is he questionable? Like, I mean, if if every member of the star-studded lineups of each of those teams were playing Nets, Sixers, Lakers, Suns. Like at the beginning of the season, you would think, "Oh my God, what a juggernaut TNT doubleheader!" And now it's like, that's kind of it's kind of crap. <laughs> like, I mean, kind of poopy. And the Nets aren't fun to watch. They're so not fun to watch. Like I think they're I mean, fun, fun to right watch now. I think they are. They are fun to watch right now. They they've gotten a little more. What's the Watanabe? 
That dude. He's fun. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. Utah, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> Utah. He needs to go to the Jazz. I think his first name is Utah. Oh, I could see that. Um, can you wait, wait before we move on? Sorry, I know I'm interrupting and asking a question. This is, but still, the, this Kevin is your Durant, show, buddy. This is not <laughs> talking about his teammates like that on the record, saying, "Look who I'm out there with." If that was anybody else, can you imagine? <laughs> why did he get away with that? Because he's Kevin Durant. I mean, because he's, he's Kevin mo- Durant. Because he's moody. It's the same reason that Aaron Rodgers can say that about his, oh. you know, group of wide receivers and get oh, away with it. Because people are like, true. yeah, you're Aaron Rodgers. You're a Hall of Fame it's quarterback. True. You're a first ballot Hall of Famer. And, uh, like, as as much as, as a Bears fan, I enjoy watching that Packers team crash and burn this year. I think it's really on Rodgers. I mean, he had some bad throws in their most recent loss. But mostly, they let Devontae Adams go. And he's got nobody to throw to. Yeah, it's no, Kevin Durant is not the reason why the Nets have been struggling. Kevin Durant's out there being Kevin Durant, and that is not his fault. I mean, it's his fault for signing up to be the you know the ring bear on that ridiculous clown car of an NBA team. But no, it's like it, him, LeBron, and I don't know. That might be it. <laughs> like guys who could say those kind of things right now. If, if of, Steph yeah, were ever in that Steph, situation, yes. Steph could say that. That's a great point. Yeah, I kind of think right. Ja could say it. Right. Although no, you know, it's like, no, ja I can't say. I it think right Ja now. could say anything. I really do. <laughs> He's so likable. I, I, I think Ja thinks he can say anything. <laughs> I mean, but and it's not His just Ja. The entire Grizzlies team is just His like chest pounding, like bravado yeah. all over the place. They're it's so exciting. It's it's so and I love them so much. It's the best. They they really are trying to not be liked, but like John said, like John is so likable. So but likeable. they're trying so hard to not be liked and be like, no, don't like us. You know, we're like, oh, we're the N- you guys. They're the yeah. NWO of of them. Yes. Like like yes. they're they're so cool. We Ooh. have to start cheering. Who thinks that, okay? So who's who? So who's who, John? So oh. so obviously so obviously Hogan is John. Like yeah. obviously obviously he's John. Okay. So who's Kevin Nash then? The Jared Jackson, Darren Jackson Jr. and Desmond Bain oh. and Scott Hall. Yeah. Okay, Desmond Bain is okay. I see that. This I see works. That. Okay, I see that. All right, all right, all right. I see Wait, that. Stephen Adams is 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 big sexy. Sorry. Yeah, that makes I mean, more sense. Okay, yeah. Because Jared Jackson is not yeah. a wrestling fan. If there's any NBA yeah, player right. who could just be a wrestling right. character, it's Steven Adams. I mean, like, yeah. Are you that's kidding fair. me? That guy that's, looks like a professional wrestler. The that's New fair. Zealander who is one of 10 kids and he's the yeah. youngest or something. <laughs> as, <laughs> Big Dave, as Big Dave always loves to remember, picked Tony Bradley up and carried him off an NBA floor last Do you remember season. that? Yeah. Carried him out the club, John. <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget it. <laughs> as long as I live, he carried that man that is a grown ass man. He picked up no grown ass man's feet should never not be touching the floor. And <laughs> they it, should and always it, be planted. And it wasn't like aggressive. It was like a, a wellness safety check. Like it was like it, it <laughs> wasn't made like, it so worse. It wasn't like a pickup. Like I'm mad at you. It was like right. a, oh oh no no no. This is safe. <laughs> right 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 right. Like, hey little fella. Yeah. Hey little like, guy. Come on over like, here. It was more like a uh, nurse than cop. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. That made it so much worse. That made it so much worse, man. Because oh he found it adorable. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it's little so fella. Adorable. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. He'll never play. Oh, I need him off my school. Oh, I hated it so much. Oh, I hated it so much. <laughs> so much. Oh, all right. 
Um, John, we, we need to get your take on what's going on with these Utah Jazz. Um, you know, Big Dave has been saying to us and anyone who will listen, since this offseason when Lowry ended up at Utah, Lowry's home, he's going to ball out. Now, they have cooled off a bit. They are still, as of right now, Tuesday, November 22nd, holding on to that one seed in the West at 12 yeah. and 7, but just 6 and 4 in their last 10. So they've cooled off a bit, but they're still one. Lowry no, Markkinen is one. looking there's still one, and Lowry Markkinen looks like a guy that a lot of us wanted him to be in a Bulls mm-hmm. jersey. What do you uh, make of what's going on in Utah? A team that theoretically Danny Ainge sold off the two best pieces to continue stockpiling draft picks like Ainge does, and instead of tanking, they are currently the one seed. I mean, first of all, it, it's such a lesson in chemistry, right? Like that it's so important that you, you got these two malcontent guys who don't get along, who gave each other COVID, who don't talk. <laughs> like <laughs> – who hate each other, who like people were counting how many passes they would do in a week, like to each other, like they, they get rid of them and everyone's mm-hmm. like, Oh hell yeah. And, and, and they just, they, they just play basketball and they, yeah. they never stop moving. That's what watching them. It's just like, no one's standing around. They're always right. moving. And to see loud, I mean, how it's bittersweet. Right. Cause I don't think any of us, Dave definitely didn't sell his stock. I think we, me and Matt diversified our stock our marketing stock, <laughs> but we didn't fully, we didn't fully sell. We didn't, we didn't clear house. Like we still held on to it. It's so, I mean, it's so fun to watch. I, 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 I left Lowry Island, but I made sure that my hut was still away. Like just in case. I, that was my, like, I, I forwarded my mail to a different location, but I still own the property <laughs> technically. Like, uh, but man, the jazz are so great. And like gr- tanking's bad. Like tanking stinks. Like I don't like tanking. I don't think it should be outlawed or punished, but it just, it's not fun. And it's so fun that they're like, whoops, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Slip. Yeah. They fell into to being good. Like nobody really saw it coming, but I, I thought Lowry was going to be good, but I didn't think the jazz as a team was going to be good. Like that was the difference. No, there. I still don't. I still yeah. don't. Right. If they didn't I agree. The playoffs, we wouldn't be like, that's crazy. Right. Right. Exactly. And I remember talking just to all, all the other people on Lowry Island and they, <laughs> They were like, dude, you're crazy. And I'm like, y'all don't understand. Like, y'all not understand. I'm telling you, this dude is home. I am telling you, he is at the house. This is going to be good. Nah, nah, nah. He shouldn't be there. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. And now now everything is really joyous and happy. Man, when he dropped 38 and 7 on them, that, I mean, and with the game winner, you know, a, a real clutch turnaround. Like, he really just looks like the Lowry I would watch on film in Finland and get angry about because I'm like, where's this dude? You know what I mean? And, and I'm like, Oh, there's this guy. He can, he's at home. I get it now. Like I understand it. And like Matt says, he's better when he's got the locks out. When he's got, when he's got the fro flowing, he's a better basketball player. And this mm-hmm. is true. Like his numbers are, are better when he's got the hair out and it's showing and he's comfortable and he's happy, man. I'm, I'm it's not bittersweet for me, John, because I didn't think it was going to happen here. It just clearly had ran his course. Like it was clear. It ran its course and he needed to get out of here, man. So his time in Cleveland, he credits a lot with, with helping him because he wasn't asked to be the man. He just fell back in love with basketball. Cause he said he fell out of love with basketball in Chicago. He was like, I, I fell out of love with it. He's like, I didn't like it. You know what I mean? It wasn't fun. I don't blame him. It no, wasn't I mean, fun to watch. I mean, we watched it. <laughs> it was not fun. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, for him being back in Utah and doing it, as he's doing it, finally wearing his, the number he wants to wear, 
know what I'm saying? Like yeah. got the hair that he wants to have and yeah, in a place where it's just cold all the time. And yeah, he's just he's just happy. He's just happy and it's showing. Utah is the Finland of America. It is. Uh, a lot of people in the a lot of people in the comments. Uh, I think most Bulls fans have kind, of, kind of agreed on this. It's like, it's too bad it didn't work out for Lowry here, but we're all happy for him that he's thriving elsewhere. TJ say, proud parent of Lowry, happy for him. Uh, <laughs> Ray saying, honestly, I'm glad Lowry's finally balling. Um, Juan saying, Lowry's getting his mama's cooking. And Richie <laughs> saying, Lowry revenge game coming to a theater near you. Yeah, so the Bulls Ooh. will have utah on this road trip coming up and look lowry had a couple of decent games against the bulls in a Cavs jersey last season as i recall nothing like crazy and in cleveland he was still kind of doing what he was doing at the tail end of his bull senior which was just he was just roaming the perimeter shooting threes uh you know like he was playing the three at times in cleveland on those huge lineups you got kevin love and allen and all those guys out there and mobley rookie year but I think the big difference people are noticing this year with Lowry in Utah is that he's getting work done inside. Like he's yes. showing all of those different parts of his offensive game that disappeared after we saw glimpses of them, his first to Chicago. And like, I, like he's posterizing people. Like Lowry is getting sports center, Twitter account videos posted for posterizing people. And I don't know how many times the three of us had to sit there and watch Lowry miss Dunk attempts so in the span of the two seasons that we did that show together. Like they needed to do a MythBusters episode yes. on how many times a six eleven dude <laughs> could fail to convert a dunk. They look <laughs> it's good like too. a completely different person now. It's yeah. it's so fun to watch, and I can't believe they're, I still can't believe they're first. I honestly can't believe it. <laughs> I yeah, can't either. Thanksgiving week, and they're still first. It's been a, over a month. Yeah. It's, it's got to subside sometime, but I mean, and shout out to Jordan Clarkson too, because I appreciate the coach just saying, Hey, you're Jordan Clarkson. You don't pass. So how about you just don't do that? Don't do it. <laughs> just do what you do. Shout out to Mike do. Conley. Right. Oh God. Yeah. He easily yeah. could have like been, Hey, trade me like yeah. Jay Crowder the situation and did yeah, What is that? Yeah. Crowder situation is crazy. And, and uh, Kelly Olenek too. I think he's playing well as Danny well. Danny Ainge. Love the second he traded for Kyle he Bogdanovich for like for that trade, and it worked out because he loves Kyle Yes, he does. Any angels Kyle so much. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And that center they had, I can't remember the, the rookie Walker uh, Kessler. Walker Kessler. Walker Kessler. Yes, Walker from Kessler, Wake, Texas Ranger from Wake Forest. <laughs> like that guy is exactly Walker Kessler. Yep. Walker Kessler, Texas Ranger, baby. AI. Like you, you could fund mi- millions of fake NBA creative players through an AI and that would and say, make me Walker Kessler, and that's who would come out. <laughs> from from Wake Forest. It'd also be from, from Wake Forest. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. More or less of a creative player vibe than uh, your boy down in Dallas. Uh, Dwight Powell is Dwight Powell is a creative player. He is not a person. There's no he has he doesn't wear hats. Like he never wears accessories. Like no, he is just like bare minimum. Like we only we don't we don't have enough RAM to make a real person. <laughs> How's he doing? How's he doing this year? I haven't even seen it. What's oh, he, he oh they put him back in the starting lineup and he's terrible. <laughs> he's he's go. I'm I'm going to have a heart attack because this stupid Dwight Powell. He turns me into um, a monster. 
Speaking of your Mavs, let's let's talk oh. MVP race real quick. Early MVP race. Is it Luca? It's I Luka, mean, guys. Yes, they're currently ninth, but Luka. again, they are ninth, but one game back of second. And yeah. his numbers are insane, John. Like we we started laughing about it in our text thread with our guy Bulldog. Shout out to Bulldog. Mm-hmm. Like in the he started their first eight games of the season with 30 plus. Yeah, most of them were 30 point triple doubles and then like oh okay he had a couple quiet nights and then he's just back on it what what is he averaging right now is he still up near like 36 37 i think think he's still first in the league i think whatever 35 or whatever i think he is but it's he's 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 also we get like it's he's leading the team in rebounds still and assists and then i mean you know my favorite stat he's like second or first in steals now like (laughs) like so he's playing d uh I think it's Lucas. I, I can't be trusted. Like, don't even. Ask. That's like saying, like, whose baby's the cutest? It's like mine. Um, <laughs> I do think it's Lucas. You put that because he has nothing around him, and he has a coach who's does who's in concussion protocol constantly. It feels like, <laughs> when, when he speaks, like he it has to be him. Like the like because with him you can beat any team. You told you us. Can. You texted us the other day that the kid's been giving you boiling vibes. And I was like, oh, oh I, I didn't know I, it was that and bad. I know, That's scary. And I, and I stand by that. I, I got – I know he's not – I know he's not as bad as Boylan. But the things that he's doing are like Boylan-esque, like not calling timeouts when you should, mm. not figuring out lineups, mm. um, having vendettas against players for no reason. For, like, you got vendettas against somebody? Oh, yeah. Christian Wood, vendetta. You have Goran Drogic because he had a vendetta. Mm. That's the reason Goran's a bull. Is because he was like, you're not going to play. <laughs> like, why would you tell someone that? Damn. Let, let's do training camp. So anyway, he's been driving crazy. <laughs> but I think it's Luka's MVP. I think Luka's MVP. But I don't think big NBA media wants to give it to a European five years in a row. So I'm aware you of could No, see, I won't go for that. Because you could have said that last year. They don't want to give it to a European four years in a row. Yeah, now five, though. Five, <laughs> you could have did that. Five, five, five's a generation, though. Five's a whole thing. No, um, if he if his rec honestly, I think at nine and six right now, they wouldn't because I think they would look at Tatum first because his team was thirteen and four. That's the only reason. But you know, I have Luca for MVP personally. That's me. I got man. him for MVP, and that's who I picked before well, the and, season. And, and I think point, he's the Tatum, MVP. Tatum has a lot of help around him. Yeah. Correct. Tatum has so, Tatum's, like that Boston team is stacked. No, he's got all the help, and he's still the best player on a stacked team. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's still the mm-hmm. dude on that squad, man. He's still, like, 30-something a game. You know what I mean? Like, he's still vicious, man. So, I, I can't take that away from him. Do you think he's second right now behind Luka? Tatum? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Giannis. I'll put him second. I, I, okay, that's the name that I was about to bring up because Tatum's usage is a pr- pretty high 31.6. However, Jalen Brown is just beneath that at 30.7. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Giannis has actually – managed to get a slight edge above Luca in usage percentage so far this NBA season. Luca is at 38.3 ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Giannis 38.6 and the That's Bucks crazy. are right there sniffing Boston for the one seed in the East and playing really good basketball right now. They I are. They, they definitely are. But but Giannis throwing a ladder to the floor hurt his chances. I, I agree. <laughs> but here's, here's the thing. Both those teams have other all-stars. Yeah, and I think that, I think you have to take when you're talking about valuable player. Like, yeah, it, if someone has the same stats with no all stars, it's Luca. If, 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 no one's gonna be. Who's, there's yeah, we start, yeah, but, we start Reggie but John, Bullock. 
35-89. Luca has Dwight Powell. I, I mean, mean, come he on. He starts, guys. He starts. I got to watch them. I got to pay more attention to the Mavericks because I haven't been. I haven't been paying attention. No, you don't need a right No, now. I need to see. You're talking about my guy, Jay Kidd, man. You know, I Jay got to Kidd watch it. I got so, to see what's going Jay on. Kidd. I know you can every game I go, you know exactly what's going to happen. Like it's like halftime comes, the team makes, the other team makes an adjustment. Jason Kidd keeps the starters in for nine minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the bench has been sitting for an hour and a half because of halftime or whatever. <laughs> and then they're like, I don't know why it didn't yes, work. But, it drives me crazy. But does he not call timeouts when he has a player injured and writhing in pain on the floor while the <laughs> ball is. When the weather's hot. <laughs> Tanaka taking a sweet time, checking on his on his like Tamagotchi pets between. Like I, that was insane. That's that clip. <laughs> Just like oh my god, I almost fell out my chair when he did that shit for the first time. <laughs> what y'all did with the whip man? Oh my god, I was, was crying last. That was the slowest little so on the ground screaming and he's screaming, like, writhing. I guess I have to do my job as the trainer. The trainer has to come out four times a year. Eating a hot dog on his way in, you know, putting in an order. Um, hey guys, can I get some nachos on a comeback or anything? No, so no? okay. Yeah. What is your prediction for this road trip? What What is the Bulls' record after, after this road trip? This gauntlet. Oh well, man! So I, after I, those I six saw, games, I saw. Yeah, I Drew in the comments earlier was saying hoping for three and three on this six-game road trip would be upset course, with yeah, anything less. I take yeah. three and three with with yeah. this. With this slate of opponents, I would be happy if they come home three and three. That means you got three wins somewhere against the Bucks, the Jazz, yeah. the Suns, the Warriors. You yeah. know, like that's there's some tough teams in there. Yeah, I'd be ecstatic if they came home three and three. Me too. On, on this road trip, man. So yeah, because again, like I said, they're going through that gauntlet and playing these tough teams. So getting 500 against tough teams before you actually play. I think Will Will said that they're, the next time the Bulls play a team that has either their record or worse is December 26th against the Rockets. That's so, the Christmas. You're right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, So it's going to be a long time and a long gauntlet they go through you know, before they get to relax, you know what I'm saying, sit back. I think up until – I have to check this again, but I know last week the Bulls had the third hardest schedule in the NBA. Wow. And so, which means they had the, and the other two teams were both Western conference team. It was the Lakers. And I want to say Portland, but yeah, the bulls were third. So I basically had the hardest schedule in, of any team in the Eastern conference. They were the hardest. Crazy. Schedule. So the fact that if they can come out of this close to 500, you know, like I would be a stat, man. If they come over 500, I'm gonna be talking big shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's because of the people they're playing, man. This yeah. Okay, OKC is like the easiest one, and like that's a tough team. Like, the, yeah, like, that's not an easy win they, at all. OKC that's, usually has the that's, best that's player a on the court. Team. Yeah, yeah. Shea Gilgis yeah. is a beast. Man. I mean, even they, though he calls they're, Mike they're Kobe. seven and ten. Yeah, you already said about Kobe, Michael Bulls. Jordan on steroids. I, I can't agree with that part though. He had Jordan third. Yes, third. Not even third. Second. I just like I can't. I can't. He's Canadian. I can't do this. He's Canadian. Can't you can't trust him with this kind of stuff. Like Kobe that, on Kobe is Mike on steroids. Yeah, Kobe, Jordan is Kobe on steroids. What do you yes. What do you say? Like, yes. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> uh, we got to take one more quick break, then we'll come back to wrap up with a few more John's thoughts on the NBA landscape and uh, some some Thanksgiving wishes. Um, Big Dave, 
What time is it? It is game time. Hoot. Because <laughs> right. game time, y'all. It's the hottest new ticket in sight that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Have you ever dreamed of sitting in a seat that you thought you never could? 50-yard line to see Justin Fields? Courtside so John can yell at Jason Kidd? Behind home plate? Floor seats at a concert? It's possible to do all this with the game time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on seats you thought that you could never, ever buy. You won't find better deals this season to see the Chicago Bulls. That is a fact. And just like CHGO, it is created by the fans and for the fans, and it guarantees you the lowest price out there. So if you love CHGO, and we all know that you do, then you will love game time. The best way to support us is one, hitting that like button right about now. Take your time. Go ahead and hit that. And two, buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Because John Sabine, what time is it? Game Time who? Mm, got one. Mm. <laughs> game Time who? Who? Uh, Juan saying, what do you guys who? think about Simmons playing in Philly tonight? Couldn't care less. I know some people. Oh, look, Simmons getting some buckets recently. No, I do not. Care yeah, dude, they they, they, they playing well. NBA tweeted out something that was like, "He's back," and it was like twenty-two, no, seven, and four. And I was like, "This, <laughs> stop, stop this." Is it? I, I think Embiid uh, and Harden are out, right? Aren't they out? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Hard, well, Harden's been out on the shelf for like a couple weeks and still is. I yeah. think they said it was like a month. The, the, time, oh, wow. the timeline they gave for him. Um, and then, yeah, I've been been nursing some injuries recently too. So that's kind of kind of a dead game, other than the the big storyline of Ben Simmons back in Philly. Do you think Simmons? Cool, he'll probably get booed. I don't care. Do you think he, do you think um, he tries to shoot a free throw? Or do you think How hilarious it? would it be if yeah, the Sixers I do. just get like go hack hack Simmons on him? I would. I would that's why I think so. Oh, they should mm-hmm. totally do that. Just even, who cares? Just do it. Yeah, just do it. PJ Break Tucker, Fallon, Montrez Harrell, Break that Immediate. man. <laughs> break he said break that man. <laughs> yeah <Jack. laughs> I'm so, uh, before I'm we so dive all the way back in <laughs> just wanted to give a quick uh reminder to everybody watching and listening that if you aren't a diehard level member of chgo you need to be you should be yeah. it's a great yeah. deal there you see the yeah. diehard logo um it's an annual membership that will give you so many perks on perks on perks you're talking mm-hmm. about a free shirt or hat every year that you're a member plus on top of that 20 percent off every time you shop at the chgo merch locker this little teaser there is a huge chgo thanksgiving black friday cyber weekend cyber monday sale coming up where we're giving 50 percent off across the board in our whole merch Ooh. locker you're going to want to get some great deals with some awesome CHGO merch. Yeah. Some Chicago swag. Great for holiday gifts for family and friends. Check it out. We're going to be bumping those uh, links to our merch locker all holiday weekend because the time for shopping is upon us. But yes. make sure that you sign up for that great diehard package because it also gives you perks and bonuses and discounts for our uh, public events like our tailgates, our takeovers. Mm-hmm. We got our first takeover 
for a Bulls game coming up next month in December. Can't wait for that. Uh, plus, the best of the best, the cream of the crop stuff mm. from not only our guy, Will to Go Gottlieb, but our credentialed journalists and reporters across our whole slate of Chicago. Um, so, become a diehard member today. Do it. It's good for you. Do it. Do it. Do it now. It's a Christmas movie. Dave, you're diehard. <laughs> I am diehard. <laughs> With a vengeance. <laughs> Level up your... And... Uh, Real quick, uh, being say Steph Curry's in the MVP race, too. Steph Curry currently second behind your boy Luca John in points per game. Um, but the Warriors are eight and ten, one and nine on the road so far this season. John, are you panicking for the Warriors yet, or do you think they have plenty of time to figure this out? No, (laughs) the rich get richer in this country, man. Like. They got, they got, they're, they have young guys. They got assets. They could make a trade for KD right now if they wanted. Like they, they're going to be fine. I hate them so much. I just, I hate them. I do think it's again, it speaks to chemistry. Like you can't, if they've, they've been going doing this for a decade. That's yeah. really, that's really rare to have a team like that with the, with the same big core people. Yeah. Um, it's fun to watch them fail, right? I think it's super fun to watch them fail. Like after all all the good they they just want a championship they let someone else do it but yeah he's amazing Steph's amazing it's it's <clears throat> the older he gets the better he gets i don't understand like <laughs> like his, his aren't his stats better than his unanimous season right now like mm-hmm. but it's fun to watch them fail on the road but then they got that chase center money so they're doing just fine yeah they'll they'll be fine i, I did like seeing clay thompson find his his moment a little bit that was that was good to see um yeah, they're just it's weird. Like one and nine on the road for them is really weird. But then at the same time, they're eight and ten. So it's like I'm sure in their mind they're just coasting and it's early. You know, it's a championship team. They're not too concerned about it. But it is weird that you're struggling this hard on the road. So and their starting five it, is like the best, right? Like it's like the yeah, best yeah. offensive rating or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And oh my god, and, and of course Wiseman, man. I don't uh, that that is not working. <laughs> I would, I would not squad, have sent man. him to the G. The, I think that was a bad move. Send him to the G. It was a bad. Why? Why is that? Why is that? Because it's like, oh I mean, god, like that's he's already been like down. Like let let him be around the team at least. Like let him get the vibe. Let him become a. Let him feel like he's a part of the group. Like maybe yeah. if, if you want people to be comfortable, sending them to the G. They don't think helps for for a second pick, second, second overall pick. That's fair. I saw somebody on Twitter the other day suggesting a. Patrick Williams for Wiseman swap. Um, and I, I think, I think, I, I think it was our pal Salim uh, from Bulls Gold who said, like, no way the Bulls would destroy. You know, we always talk about the, you know, just two young players who still need to develop their game a little bit and need to change the scenery thing, like, like Wendell, like Lowry. And, and maybe that that makes sense. It's crazy that there are probably plenty of people from Pat's draft class or the class prior or class after where you would be like player for player swap as a Bulls fan, you'd be intrigued before turning it down, depending on who that player was. But it's crazy that Wiseman is one that I think most Bulls fans would agree. Like, yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm good on that. Especially when we've seen Pat play the way he has in this last, you know, stretch a few games. Is Pat in the G league? He is not. <laughs> He's in the NBA, right? So there you go. That's he, I would uh, not do that trade. Had That's a season high 17 either. against the Celtics and a win last night. Yep. He's Tatum. It's my boy, Pat. <laughs> Come on, Pat. 
the pow. Speaking of Pat having a season high and, and starting to look like he's turning things around, showing some aggression, uh, John, if you were to tell Bulls fans out there in Bulls Nation one, maybe two things that they can remind themselves they should be thankful for as we near the Thanksgiving holiday this oh, week. Oh, I love this. What would that be? Uh, because I... Bulls fans were in some serious panic, fight or flight mode right there after the loss to Orlando. It's always good to add a little perspective, especially yes. around the holidays when we need to be thinking about things that we are thankful for. So what are you telling Bulls fans to be thankful for this season as we are about a quarter or a fifth of the way through the Bulls season? This roster, I actually think it's think about the talent we used to have and now the talent we do have. And I think that is, I, you, I think, I mean, you have Caruso off the bench. He's also, I think Drummond's playing good. That's insane. Like, I think this is a, I think this is a fun, likable team. Think about like the Javon Carter days or the other Samson. Remember we had two Samsons? Um, Brandon and Jakar. 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 Like, think about, oh, think about Shasquil. Like, (laughs) oh my God, Jack Harrison. I forgot about Jack Harrison. Harrison. Like, remember when he was like the third best player on our team? And it was Jack Harrison. Denzel Valentine. Think about these, the the suicide squad we had to cheer for. Thank you. So I'm thankful. That's what I would say is like, sure, do we have. A Tatum? No. Do we have a Giannis? No. We've got a squad though, and a squad, yeah. a team, if a team can win. And and John this is why another one of the many reasons why I love you so is because I can always go back to you. I can go back to Matt and just tell people like what we sat through <laughs> and yeah. what we dealt with. Like when you guys saw it and it was bad, you turned the channel. You know what I mean? Like you turn the game off. You could walk away, go play a video game, get your mind off or whatever. Have we turned to alcohol. <laughs> you know, only because when we had we, to sit there and watch it. Only when we were down 20. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So much right. alcohol yeah. because yeah. they were down 20 a lot. It was so much. The, the we ran through like two bottles. I don't know why NBC Sports fired us. <laughs> <laughs> We, we were just drinking wonder, at work all the time. I wonder if the, if the most recent one of those was still just left there because we left when the league shut down because of COVID and never came back. Yeah, and we're like, it's alcohol, it's sterile, it'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks. But yeah, I think that's true. We saw, and again, no offense to the troops. I'm sure yeah. they've seen some stuff sure. in their lives, in Iraq or wherever, but so have we. <laughs> <laughs> like we that, We've seen some stuff, man. We've seen some things, man. We've been through a lot. So when people get on those soapboxes about, you know, losing to Orlando and this is the worst. Orlando's and... good. They're not bad. Yeah, man. Like, seriously. like Moses is a good coach. He is. He definitely is a good coach, man. And, like, when you see that stuff and you're like, no, nah, man, I, I, I know what true horror looks like. Like, <laughs> I know yeah. what true terrible looks like, man. I've watched it during the game and then after the game when I had to listen to it being talked about after the game. Like, I, I heard all this, and you guys heard all this, and it was just just a lot of tough times, you know what I'm saying, going through that. So this right here, this is nothing, you know what I mean? Because this is a team with actual good players on it with a competent coach going through a slump trying to find themselves. And so I'm like, okay, I can deal with that. They're playing against good teams. You know, we aren't just losing uh, every single game to the Charlotte Hornets, you know what I mean, and stuff like that. 
it's like okay, I'm losing to the Bucks. I'm you know I'm I'm losing the serious basketball contenders right here. Now it sucks because losing's not fun. <laughs> we get that. Nobody likes to lose, man. But I'd rather it be this way than it was before any day of the week. And that's what I'm thankful for, man, for real. I love that. Indeed. Uh, JoJo with a comment saying, it's the best roster has been in a long time. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Demond saying, I'm thankful the Blazers are good, like I predicted, so we can get that draft pick this year. Yes. The Blazers, we, we didn't, they didn't come up in our chat about Western Conference teams, but they are 10-7, and seven, currently yeah, tied with a bunch of teams between the fifth and uh, – and eighth seed uh, in in the Anthony West. Yeah. Is, so Anthony is Dane dude. Light. Grant Grant Grant's been the best player on that team. It's mm. been unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Mm. They've been great, man. Careful. Fun to watch. That, that, that might that might trigger the uh, Bulls should trade for Jeremy Grant faction of, of Bulls Nation I mean, that, that, that we're screaming we, about. Anyone, that a couple we, years anyone ago. could have gotten him this summer. Anyone could have gotten him. I I, I mean, can't believe it. he he was he was acquired for basically like. It's crazy. Two picks, um, but one was like a swap. Yeah. 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 He's right. Thanks for the uh, John, best Thanksgiving dish on the Thanksgiving dinner table. What's your go-to? What do you like prioritize stomach room, stomach space for? Apple pie. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. A la mode or just, just straight no. pie? No, no, I'm a, no. This pie, and we got two different kinds. We got we're getting one with regular uh, crust and one with streusel crust. Very excited! Ooh. Whoa! Wow. Okay, that's what we doing you up fancy? in here. Wait, I like yeah. that. Are, are are you making either of these pies? No, we're hosting. We called it. It's all it's all been taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> now you hosting just family and friends. That's how it is. My parents are in town. Uh, they drove them from Texas. They're in that room. Uh, oh wow! I probably should go. Uh, take my kid from them soon, uh, but uh, they uh, they they drove up to hang with the kid and have Thanksgiving with us. It's, it was really sweet of them. That's true. I know Sarah's making a lot of pie. I asked her before That's we got on awesome. the show. She oh, was, Sarah's. My parents also she, said she tell them pies ready. They said tell you hello. I feel like I know them. And my mother said so. So she says Therese Sabine says hello. Give your Aww. parents. I will. Love <laughs> uh, um, no, Mama Sabine. Tomorrow um, for pre and post him sandals. A huge, huge uh, would love to be able to string a couple together against Boston and Milwaukee. That go got there behind and forgot with live updates from Milwaukee. Dude, four. Big Dave is at Bow B A W L Sports. Bow. Uh, our gal Sarah for running things uh, behind the scenes for us in Joey's stead today. John, always a pleasure to see you, my friend. Be Thank well. Enjoy the holidays with your family. You too. Happy you Happy holidays to your family. Go Bulls! Thank you so much, y'all. Truly, I miss you, bro. Miss you too. See you guys. All right, Bulls Nation. See Red be good. We will talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Peace.